Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime Podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Nemesis David. And yes. Yay, we're all our evil duplicates tonight. That's right. You can't tell from the uh, the audio format, but I actually have a very fetching goatee. <laughs> I, well, I, I should probably so try do it down to a goatee. Well, see, if you normally have a beard, your evil duplicate is clean-shaven. I think that's how it works. I don't think we ever oh. saw, like, evil Raker, though, so. Hmm. Well, I kind of shift by seasonal. Like, oh. When it gets cold, I just stop shaving. Well, maybe you just have, like, completely, like, uh, like it's just, like, 1800-style sideburns. Maybe after the first season, he was evil Riker. Oh. And yet, somehow, the show was better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I didn't say he was like. You did see that alternate universe Riker who oh, had like the full. Yeah, there full, was an alternate Riker. I, did he have facial hair? I can't oh, oh, he had that. Um, it was the one where like a bunch of Enterprises were showing up, and he was from like the disaster universe where like the Borg had taken over everything oh. in the Enterprise, and he had like a full-on like hobo Alan Moore beard. Oh man! No, I was thinking about the one where like he accidentally gets teleported and copied and left behind. I think a spare they, Riker out there somewhere. Well, yeah, but I think they just had the same beard because it was, I mean, oh. it, they were doing like the, um, oh, what was it? The, like the Patty Duke show thing, right? And they couldn't have him like shave and do his scenes as one guy and then come back in like two weeks once he'd grown a beard and do well, the other. Well, what could have been a mid-season break or something? I don't remember where that episode fell. And then I think he turned up on Deep Space Nine at some point. What? Yeah, well, to visit Worf, probably. I think so. Like like the 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 fake raker. Oh, and then he okay. was in gargoyles. Yeah, oh, he was great in gargoyles. Also had a beard on that show. Maybe we should do a Star Trek podcast, mm-hmm. but I think there's enough of them. Yeah, there are many many Star Trek podcasts. Although I think one of these days we might have to do the Voyager episode that has both The Rock and Jeffrey Combs in it. Yeah, that sounds like a good a between good season one. And I think it was The Rock's like first non wrestling acting role. Um, yes. Her first notable one? He might have been like a commercial or some shit. Right. I remember being f- uh, very heavily promoted and I was all, ugh, come on, UPN, cut it out. This, 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 the rock but guy is never gonna take off. Wrestling <laughs> is acting. Well, yes. And not the only wrestler to appear on Star Trek. There's quite a few, but that, that's a discussion for another yes. day, maybe. Today we get to talk, um, and not the only wrestler to appear in Transformers anymore. Uh, very little about kind of an episode. Yeah, Nemesis Prime. We've we've got a real Prime problem on our hands today, uh, guys. Do, 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 do. I've never been like a big fan of the Nemesis Prime concept, though. Here, at least, it's. I mean, as as we will get to spoilers, he's not like his own sentient character. Yeah. Yeah, this is a weird. I I kind of like Scourge and Car Robots, or what the hell? Robots in disguise. Uh, first Robots in disguise. Not that Robots in disguise. Who was the, the original? I think it was uh, Scourge slash was it Black Convoy? Something yeah. like that. I think he was the first one that had a character. Like there there probably been Black Redecos before that as toys. But I mean, I guess the first first one would be the guy from uh, a Prime Problem, right? Well, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't Nemesis Prime. I mean, again, that's one that was not a sentient thing. Yes, the first one itself, did- regardless oh, yeah. of what Soundwave thought when he saw him. <laughs> it is 
is Optimus Prime. The first incidence of the Nemesis Prime name comes from Armada. Really? Yes. Because I remember people were mad that he wasn't called Scourge. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, the Scourge in concept is basically the same thing. Well, we yes. had just called him Scourge, and I had completely immediately forgot that he was not named Nemesis Prime Garu. And then I think there's an evil Optimus Prime, like it's half Optimus Prime, half Megatron kind of thing from oh, oh, uh, shit, some what? obscure Japanese manga. Yes, uh, I forget. Giltar. Oh, Giltar, that stuff yes. is all weird. Giltar. He's ridiculous and awesome, and, and I'm surprised we kind of haven't gotten a toy of that, really. Is that from the G1 manga? Yes. Because the G1 manga was super weird. Or I think it was yes. like after the end of the one of the G1 man, one manga would have been, like it was like Headmaster's era. Yeah, from like 1990 or something. Oh, that late? Well, no, yeah, it'll be better. Uh, let's see. So it was here. after Deathsaurus, <laughs> his human child. <laughs> Okay, this is not. Okay, actually, it looks like it might. Son. Uh... Don't talk to me or my human son ever again. Looks like it was from 1987, oh. and it was actually uh, the art was by Studio Ox. Oh, wait, Ox did manga? What are we talking about? Two different things. I think I don't know if they were manga. I think they were like text stories with like illustrations, maybe. Oh. A, a mysterious Decepticon soldier appears. He is the colossal cannon soldier Giltar. Hmm. Wow. Also, Giltar sounds like a character I would make up. Because <laughs> guilt. Because, you know, I like things about people feeling bad. Anyway, so, um, yeah, this episode is Nemesis Prime, uh, first aired April 7th, 2012, which is, uh, now four years, sorry, um, seven years ago, almost. Wanna feel uh, old? This episode first aired seven years ago. We should just, uh, all of our, our dates on these episodes should just start with wanna feel old. <laughs> uh, written by David McDermott, who, uh, in fact, uh, wrote, uh, he worked on the uh, 2001 Robots in Disguise. Hmm. And he also wrote like a bunch of nine, like wrote for 90s X-Men and Digimon. Oh, and man. prior to this, he also wrote Loose Cannons, the, uh, the Dreadwing Wheeljack episode. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. Nice. And then he will go on to write a bunch of Robots in Disguise episodes in, uh, the, the second Robots in Disguise. Right. That's fair. Well, anyway. so at least this is like actually writing the episode and not just localizing it. Yes, yeah. and I mean he, those robots in disguise episodes, those were at least translated as opposed to I think episodes of Energon, which I think they just ran through Google Translate. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Improv and Inferno and such. <laughs> they just ran it through Google Translate and gave Listen, it this- to the voice actors. Listen, this yeah. uh, this just came out as a bunch of like those little boxes. Okay, just have him say, uh? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds accurate. Or maybe something, yell something about Energon or space being destroyed. Just go, uh! See, there wasn't even that level of emotion. It was just, uh? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Yeah, it's not even on the level of a Tim Allen scene transition grunt. 
This episode, yeah. <laughs> digressions aplenty. Ah, uh, yeah. So, so we open with Agent Fowler. He's uh, he's on the road. He's listening to what might be an instrumental version of the Touch. It oh. sounded to me like, like when I was in high school and I'd go see a bunch of fellow high schoolers playing at some venue that was just like a warehouse somewhere, <laughs> and like one of them, for instance, in this situation would be like really into this one song, so this is like their one very earnest song. <laughs> so it, it sounded like some earnest high schoolers playing uh, The Touch. Yeah, th- this is this is where the acoustic guitar comes out. Maybe not that earnest. Yeah, I don't think Stan Bush has ever, I'm not sure Stan Bush has ever handled an acoustic guitar. There's never been a Stan Bush unplugged versions. Sadly, that they were going to go on after Nirvana, but uh, it it did not end up working out. (laughs) No, I'm I'm impressed that none of the Transformers movies have yet, and there have been six of them. None of them have had like a sad piano cover of the Touch playing over the credits as they're trying to be serious. Oh yeah, that that would be pretty great though. Well, um, what's it called? Uh, the Last Night did have a, like, sad minor key cover of a Flaming Lips song, but it wasn't the touch. <laughs> that was just the trailer. Also, yes, I mean, that, I mean, I guess it's sort of, in general, movie trailers are very fond of weird minor key covers uh, of popular alt-rock songs, but uh, that seemed to happen a lot that summer. Yes. It's still happening, maybe not as much. I wish it would go away, although every once in a while it works really well. <sighs> the best one was that trailer for The Watchmen with that Smashing Pumpkins song. That oh, yeah, the, the, the end is the beginning is the end. Yes. Which from, was, I, I believe, from a Batman movie soundtrack. From the Batman and Robin soundtrack, no less. Yeah. So Warner Brothers had the rights to it. They did. So Fowler's driving along and accidentally yes, gets caught and- up in a reenactment of the movie Duel. Yes. What, Sadly, what about uh, Maximum Overdrive? Can it be Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> There's no green goblin face. Look, I'm I'm on an old Stephen King kick. I need my Maximum Overdrive. Man, it would be amazing if this had a giant green goblin face on it, but everybody kept mistaking it for Optimus Prime anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Well, considering the lighting, it's surprising that they don't. It's, it's a vision is really bad. It's, oh, side question that actually came up on a Discord somewhere. Has the Green Goblin ever had any ties to the Skrulls? They kind of have the same face. I mean, he fought the Skrulls during Secret Invasion. Yeah, but he probably also employed a couple. But there has never been a connection to uh Osborne and the Skrulls. Surprisingly, even though they're very similar, yet created by totally different artists. Huh. Because uh the Green Goblin's Ditko, right? Yeah, and the Skrulls are Skrull. Kirby. Uh or at least I think yeah, Green Goblin probably would be Ditko Kirby. Yes. Skrulls have to be Kirby. Oh, they are definitely Kirby. Um Fantastic Four number two. 
Reed Jeez, Richards convinces early? them all that they're cows. Wait, that was that early? I didn't realize. Yes. Holy crap. I figured yeah. that was like the 40s or the 50s issue or something. No, issue. first issue is Mole Man. Yeah. Second issue is... Skrulls. Skrulls. Third issue, maybe the Miracle Man. And I think fourth issue is Doctor Doom. Like like Miracle Man? Not, uh... Not that Miracle he, Man. There's another Miracle oh, Man. Okay. Like he was kind of like a stage magician-y looking guy. He never really caught on. He was eventually killed by Scourge. That so sounds boring. Yeah. Anyway, so, yes, it, Agent Fowler is Dennis Weaver in Dune. <laughs> you know, he thinks, you know, so, this truck uh, starts trying to ram him off the road. It does have an it's Autobot rusty. symbol. They could shell out for an Autobot symbol, but not for, like, a better paint job. Yeah, because yeah. this thing looks like Mel Gibson just got uh, done using it to uh, haul a load of gasoline uh, through the wasteland. Yeah, because, like, the colors are a little more muted, and, and the red is almost purpley or maroonish, but it's also, like, cloudy and overcast, so that's forgivable, but it's covered in, with rust. No, it's I, night. It's, like, it is night? at night, so, I mean, oh, I guess I can kind of see how it would be, I don't know, I, I do feel like maybe, like, a, as, as he says <laughs> at one point, Government grade human should be able to see that this is an awful beaten up Optimus Prime. I mean, he's older. He's not. His vision isn't quite what it used to be. Oh. Maybe he's got color problems. You know. Yeah. He might have red green color blindness. Although, actually, probably not because I don't think they let you be a pilot if you. Uh... Yeah, I was gonna say that might probably not. No. Yeah, that would probably be an issue for specifically be in the wrong his... direction. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The 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 top the the blue part's supposed to be the the top, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he ends up getting uh rammed almost off a bridge. Which I swear uh, is, is probably a reference to some other movie the way he's teetering on the edge, but I can't couldn't place it. It's not ringing a bell, but it does look familiar. Anyway, so they call into the Autobots. The Autobots are just kind of hanging out in the base. Uh, the the kids are racing a bunch of RC cars. Um, and interestingly, Prime is not around. And Fowler knows that Prime's not around because he's currently trying to ram me off a bridge. <laughs> and Ratchet's like, that doesn't sound very likely. That doesn't yeah. sound very Prime-like. I'm just going to write this up on my invisible typewriter. Yeah. Anyway, they 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 dash into the rescue. Um Yeah, so did they have like I don't know, maybe they were just going off his signal, but they seemed to pinpoint his location with with a lot of accuracy. Well, actually, remember, don't don't we know that he has like uh they they chipped him like a like a yeah. schnauzer. Remember, Raph knows where to find him because he's got a chip in his ass. We've talked about this. <laughs> That's fair. So it's uh it's bulkhead RC and Bumblebee. RC the uh the f- the alleged prime takes off. RC chases it down. She's just Bum- like I'm going to go murder him. Yep. Or you know, give him a stern talking to. Maybe he's uh you know, turned into a Decepticon again. Which only happened was like 6 7 episodes ago or so. 
it wasn't that long ago. No. It's it's very gonna go murder him, be right back. Yep. Cause it's Arcee. She's a murder monster. She's like a yep. cat. <laughs> so yeah, uh Bumblebee gets uh you know, he catches the car from by the bumper just as it falls down, but uh he's clearly driving some sort of uh uh poorly made domestic automobile because the bumper well, just pulls off and Well to be fair, like a bumper is designed to Absorb impact, not to absorb being pulled apart. This is true. And then Bulkhead has to implausibly rescue him. Yeah, uh, Fowler basically gets Gwen Stacy'd. Yes, and, but <laughs> lives, somehow. Well, in a car, so at least there's a little bit more impact. But, uh, impact should have hurt him. The airbag should have gone off earlier. Instead of as a punch. And also, Bulkhead is really not aerodynamic enough to fall faster than this plummeting car yeah uh gravity kind of make does not apply in this show if this was rc maybe yeah yeah but then she would have been squished by the car she could probably lift a car Hmm. it would have made more sense if like bulkhead hadn't been on the bridge yet and they would have had to drive down there yeah i mean he probably wouldn't have actually made it quicker than the car but it would made more sense Mm -hmm. than jumping and falling faster than the car yeah. <laughs> anyway, Fowler is okay. His airbags deploy, and RC just gets run over by by the alleged Optimus Prime. <gasps> oh no, that's not very Optimus Prime behavior. And it's interesting here that I guess because her friends are in the area, mm-hmm. um, this truck just blindside blindsides her and leaves instead of. Yeah. Doing what we find out is their latest M.O. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was outnumbered, so, you know. Or, oh, Optimus Prime, yeah. in quotes, was outnumbered, so he ran away. Yes. Yeah. To fight another day. So, anyway, she wakes up, she wakes up back at the base. Um, you know, she's getting taken care of, and, oh, Optimus Prime is dropped in. And I kind of like how they frame, you know, he comes in wordlessly, they kind of avoid shooting his face, and they just focus on how he's this big, lumbering, uh, you know, killer robot. Yeah, well- It's amazingly suspenseful, mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, it seemed pretty obvious from, like, how beaten up it was and everything, that this was probably not real Optimus Prime, and you see that this is perfectly normal bright red Optimus Prime, but... There, there's actual suspense to it that they build up with music and the direction and everything, and it's a good job. Good job. Yeah. But then he says, hey, uh, like, uh, what's, why, why is everybody staring at me? Did I, did I do something? Pointing guns at me. <laughs> yeah. But no, it turns out he was just underground uh, on an Energon mining operation, which, weirdly enough, is a tie-in to an episode of uh, Rescue Bots that aired like two years later. <gasps> what? Neat. Yes. I did not know that. That's really cool. And he proves it because he's just got like a big chunk of energy in his pocket. <laughs> but, but they <laughs> yes, almost shoot him because he's reaching into his pocket to pull out a foreign object. Oh, well. Yeah, like, th- yep. And he's like, what the hell, guys? I'm <laughs> but- Optimus Prime. Look how good I am. It's a lucky thing he wasn't a black repaint. That's a horrible joke. Oh. <laughs> don't shoot. He's not black. I don't yeah, know if you guys heard about that. He's not that. black Goku. 
That was a, a Dragon Ball super translation thing. That's what they actually said in Japanese. That's the crazy thing. They just went with it in English in the dub. But yes, Yikes. They, well, yes, that's that they, they translated it literally. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I want to hear the Dragon Ball guide to uh, race relations. What with uh, Mr. Popo and all. <laughs> we don't talk about Mr. Popo. <sighs> oh, no, we don't. It, is it Mr. Bobo? Mr. Popo. Mr. Mr. Popo. Mr. Popo. Okay. Look, apparently Dragon Ball Z is super popular with actual black dudes, so I'm, oh, yeah. I'm gonna say just, I'm, I'm gonna let it be. But yeah, that's... We're just, listen, he's purple, that's where we're leaving it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's what happened to Mr. Mime. Or, no, um, was it Mr. Mime? No, there's, there's a purple, Pokemon people die was... and go to the home for infinite losers. <laughs> That wrestler guy is named Hercule. We're way off topic. But yes, there is a a Goku Black, and there's a point where Trunks is saying, telling, like, the police not to shoot actual Goku, because the police think that he's Goku Black, and he says, don't shoot, he's not black. Yikes. (laughs) There are some very good reaction videos on YouTube (laughs) to it. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, so meanwhile, uh, this, this busted up Optimus drives into Alden military base, uh, which I believe is not an actual military base. Probably not. This reminded me a lot. I, I feel like this may have come up before the, uh, there's a, a bit in, uh, the key to Vector Sigma where they get back to Earth with the Stunticons and the Stunticons are like, beating up a military base, and all the human military guys are like, well, they're cars, so they must be Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> so this this felt a little like that. Well, interestingly, the, the camera angles here are, and the way that uh, this Prime eventually transforms, it's very much uh, like the Bay movies. Oh, yeah, the blackout mm-hmm. scene in the first movie. And the transformation is shot almost identically to the first time Prime transforms in that first movie. Oh, yeah, with the uh-huh. little bit of camera rotation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Well, it just shows that, that Bay Prime is Nemesis Prime. Well, yeah, because he's, uh, he's all, I am Optimus. He transforms, and we, you can see he's definitely not Optimus Prime because he has yellow eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like, were they out of blue LEDs? Mysterious villains who built this? <laughs> and he's got his face mask down. Oh, and uh, Cullen does a really nice evil Optimus Prime, which is kind of just his Venger voice. Yes. Well, it, it sounded a lot to me like it was just like, almost like sampled Optimus Prime dialogue from other episodes. Yeah, I assume kinda. that uh, he's either got a great voice so, changer. Like, or- Silas was going after Recorder, like just recording his his voice clips. It's the Optimus Prime soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Silas has an Optimus Prime. Spoilers, it's Silas. (laughs) I'm Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots, and I bring you this message. And then he just starts shooting them. (laughs) Yeah, that's like literally Optimus Prime's like beginning of a series speech thing. Yes, don't finish that drink, he's just about to murder a bunch of guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Rustimus Prime kills. There's a very clear... Like, serial killer cut right before he shoots and murders humans. 
Yes, I, I don't think we ever talk. We don't hear about it like a death toll or anything, but it's certainly possible. Yes. Anyway, so the other the real Autobots bridge in there. Uh, fake Optimus Prime runs away, and so the reinforcements just start shooting at the real Autobots, and so they have to run away. Well, because they got an because, Optimus Prime I mean, there, that there's must... a lot of clouds and smoke. Clearly, the Autobots have just decided to start attacking people. Can't trust them giant robots. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're working with these space robots. You don't really know exactly what their deal is. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, so they, uh, they get back. Uh, Fowler is still hanging out and he has heard from his superior, General Bryce, who we're hearing about for the first time here. And there's like a general order. You see a transformer. Shoot it on sight. Shoot it dead. Yes. Anyway, so they, much like us, have figured out that this is clearly the work of Mech. Dun dun dun. They, uh, they scanned Optimus back in their first appearance and they have, um, Starscream's T-Cog. So they clearly just made a fake Optimus Prime, stuck, uh, Starscream's transformation cog in it, maybe use some of those breakdown parts, and, uh, boom. Although clearly they maybe should have Paid a little more for their scrap, the the metal they built it out of. Yeah, are there at least they, they, paid for some paint? It looks like they just hauled it out of a junkyard. A detailer. They they ran out of funding. They clearly ran out of funding before they got the thing painted up. I mean, it it gives them a good like sort of creepy, almost zombieish. Yeah. Thing. I mean, he also kind of looks like uh, shattered glass prime. Kind of. A little. Yeah. Just needs a broken window and, uh. Like a nice little hoodie and a little skirt. Yeah. <laughs> Some stockings. Cracked I mean, glasses. I, I, I think after this military base, his next, uh, his next, uh, plan is to raid test doors. <laughs> We're gonna need like ten zillion of those little jars. Yes. So yeah, anyway, we, they uh, we happen. We then they cut more paint. Yeah, we cut to Mech's base, where uh, yeah, it, it's not even autonomous. It's Silas, who is kind of puppeteering this thing. He's got a pretty nice little. He calls it a telepresence, which is an actual thing that's generally used as like, you know, drone I guess warfare. doesn't that come up in like the first GI Joe movie? Not like the original, but like, yeah. Think so? It's been a I while. Since I've seen I most remember those accelerator suits. Yeah, yeah. It, unless you mean the, the animated one, in which case you just think of the B. Unless you're thinking of the animated one, in which case you're thinking of the BET. No, <laughs> no. I, I mostly remember random trivia things like the BEP, <laughs> the BET. Oh, it's a flappy BET. Was it General Hawk in that movie played by somebody? And he wanted to be in the sequel riding a horse that was wearing the armor suit thing. Um, oh, what's his name? Dennis Quaid. Yes. That's the guy. But he wasn't in the sequel. Yeah, not the in that. was better, but. Well, the sequel killed pretty much everybody from the first yes. one who. <laughs> it did kill everybody but Steak Eyes, basically. Ah, uh, that made me so mad. Well, I, I think. Al- Destro, that pissed me off. I needed more of Christopher Eggleston's terrible Scottish accent. An accent so bad that I think he adopted it solely to make fun of David Tennant. Yes, probably. (laughs) 
from. Aww. But, uh, but, but yeah, so he's, uh, he's got some high-end Cisco stuff, like, executive office computer equipment going on here. Good job. A pretty comfy-looking gamer chair. Yes. I, I don't know about that. It's big and solid and metal. It doesn't look like it tilts or swivels. The yeah. armrests are solid steel. That's true. Uh, he's he's used to discomfort, given, you know, whatever happened to his face. Hmm. <laughs> yes, maybe he likes it that way. Maybe he doesn't want it to make him soft. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we we cut back to the Autobots, and Nem- Miko has already named this thing Nemesis Prime. Yay, title drop, which <laughs> is one of my yeah, only... It's... I only have seven notes for this entire episode. <laughs> it, like... It's okay, but so very little really happens. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, a very Miko kind of name, though. Yeah. I mean, apart from being named, like, Hell Death Prime, <laughs> which I could also see. Optimus Crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She would also do that. Uh, so anyway, also, think- uh, Fowler mentions... The, the 50 stars on his Star Spangled Shorts. Yes. Uh, yeah, which, isn't that like a repeat of a previous line? I think he's previously mentioned his Star Spangled Shorts. I think so. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty solid underwear drawer to hmm. have just all of them the same kind like that. I, I kind of aspire to that. I mean, if anybody would have those, it's him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they uh, they figure out quite cleverly that, you know, they don't have a ground bridge, so he can only go as far as, you know, a truck can drive. He keeps on so rolling, they, uh, rolling, listening to who made who over and over. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they eventually do find a giant-ass complex in the middle of the desert that is clearly the, the mech base. Which kind of looks like a rusted-out... Oil refinery in the middle of nowhere? I think so. Oh, and there's, there's a huge explosion that I think was later, that I think was probably caused by some kind of fuel depot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting blown up. Also, maybe it's like a corn silo or something. Yeah. It's weird. So anyway, they're, uh, so they, uh, they, they, they find this, uh, this complex, uh, Prime and, uh, the others go in, and, uh, then, Bumblebee and RC both get, uh, sorry, Bumblebee, RC, and Bulkhead all get bamboozled by this, uh, fake, uh, by this fake Optimus Prime, although B comes the closest to figuring it out yeah. when he tries beeping at him and, uh, Silas is all, um, <laughs> what? Shit. He doesn't speak binary. And then he just beats him up. Yeah, it was kind of neat that B, that B's speech impediment like helped him, but it didn't help him that much. Yeah. It gave him a moment, but yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was nice having him be like, what? <laughs> so which, which inevitably leads to the point of this entire episode. We have Kit versus Car. Yes. Oh no. And of course, Carr was voiced by uh, by Peter Cullen. Oh, That's right. I did not remember that. For the uh, for the young people in the audience, uh, there was uh, 
there was a show called Night Rider about David Hasselhoff dun, and dun, his dun, intelligent dun, 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 talking car. Dun, 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 dun. And, uh, at very, at a couple of times during the uh, show, he fought the evil version of Kit, which was called Car, K-A-R-R. Yes. Uh, and it was voiced by Peter Cullen. Yes. Uh, Kit was Night Industries 2000. I forget what Car's initials yes. were. Yes. I think Night something roving robot? I don't know. uh, Car was the prototype version that became Kit, and Car was just a grumpy son of a bitch who wanted to kill people. Yeah, Night Night Automated Roving Robot. And much like uh, Car, he had the, uh, he had the yellow, uh, he had the yellow eyes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, so there is a Prime v. Prime fight uh, back at the base. Ratchet has found where the uh, the Nemesis Prime signal is coming from, because it's uh, radio-operated. It Which is not so- from inside the house, though, so that's good. Like, okay, he can track it, that's fine. Why not try jamming it? How is that not an well, who option? Who is he, Soundwave? That's not his deal. Would, uh, well, yes, there's that's, that's not their shtick, but also, like... They want to find him so they can, like, punch his face. Yes. Or at least have Fowler punch his face, because, yes. you know, that won't... I I assume the Autobots are still pretty anti-like murder at this, like, of humans. Yeah, although... Except for RC. One kind of happens by accident at the end here. Yes, but, yeah. like, intentionally. Yes. And admittedly, they don't seem that cut up about it at the end. So. No. <laughs> So anyway, they, uh, instead of sending, you know, children this time, they decide Fowler insists on going himself. Mm. Yes, because he is a, a government grade human. Yes. Mm. So he gets bridged in, um, he sort of sneaks around. Meanwhile, Nemesis is fighting Prime, and the advantage Silas has here is that, I mean, he claims that he's, you know, military trained, unlike, I guess, even though obviously Prime's been fighting a war for like a million years. Yeah. But also, he doesn't feel pain. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Whereas Prime does, as is evidence, when he just gets stabbed in the gut. I I was thinking that, you know, he eats, like, he, he doesn't have his heart. But yes, it turned out to be that he doesn't have... I, I figured we were going for one of those, like... Your weakness is your mercy, sort of things. But no, it, yeah. it was that he doesn't feel pain, yeah. which I guess is also valid. Yep. Also, I I forgot to mention, but there was the part earlier when uh, when when he uh is trying to convince Bumblebee that he's totally the real Optimus Prime, and he does this whole uh, you know, my my duplicate is is near maybe nearby and so real i had to write nearby. in my notes real nearby <laughs> i can't do that i can't help but do that also there's a i'll i'll get to that but it, whenever anyone says dreadwing i i still my mind immediately has to go to the commercial <laughs> and yeah no 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 decepticons in this ish, in this uh episode no not well we see a Decepticon well, body, but there's no living yeah, working Decepticon. Which is, is this and the I mean, first I guess one with, Starscream's. Is this the first episode with absolutely no Decepticons in it? I can't remember. Were they in? I think no. They they were in that first Mech episode. Yeah, 
in the first Megasep episode, we have Viacons and Starscream. Yeah, so I think this is the first all uh, so, Decepticon free episode. Hmm. Except, of course, this has uh, one of Starscream's organs as a plot point. Yeah, well, we don't see <laughs> yes. it. So it's, it's, no. Starscream isn't there, but his heart is. <clears throat> and by heart, I mean transformation cog. Yes. Uh, and, uh, as he's doing the infiltration here, Fowler does the classic tap a guy on the shoulder. Then when he turns around, you punch him in the face. Yes. Best move. Like, surely they would be countermeasures to that. Have you, have you never been an evil henchman before, mech guy? I mean, I guess not. Well, it's only so fast you can turn around and shoot a dude. This is true. Eh. I mean, yeah, you have to sort of bring the gun around and... I guess. So anyway, Silas is having a great time. He's beating out his prime. He says, you know, he's going to build an army of these things, even though... I mean, they rely on stolen parts, so I don't know how many of these you can make. Well, Well, you'd have to steal a couple more transformation cogs to get the process down before you could copy it right, but yeah. Yeah. We'll figure out eventually. Plus, if you're going to kill Optimus Prime, hey, there's another cog right there. That's true. And then those uh, those other three, so that's, you know, five guys. That's not much of an army, though. Well, that, that's a start. You could, uh, do we lose a... Uh, I think so. She's having a technical hiccup, so we'll just wait a sec here. Do, 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 okay, I'm back. Do, 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 oh, okay. Hey. Sorry. Was a quick hit, but no, that's good. That's good. I just need to disconnect and reconnect. So now we've got our undercard, and that is Fowler v. Silas. Mm. <gasps> Yay! Oh, they're a dark so match. Some, some human right. and human beatings, you know. And, uh, and they're bo- they've both got military training. Uh, Silas reveals that he was special tactics, which I think which is, is like vague. a... Well, that's a apparently a special forces unit of the Air Force. Oh, I thought mm-hmm. it was just... They didn't want to spe- sell special ops or something. They just made shit up, but... Okay, it's a real thing. Yes. Sounds uh, well, fake. <laughs> Sounds well, fake. And just as uh, Fowler is an army ranger, which is a real thing. Well, yeah. That's... Yes. Yeah, an but army he's a ranger who guy. went to flight school somehow. Well, you know. I guess there I guess there is some sort of army aviation component. I don't really know the military. Yeah, there's some. I guess, because I it's not, because once he's bridged over, which I think is his first time, he he's worried that he's going to lose a meal he had in flight school. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so they fight, and even though, you know, Silas is clearly the superior there, because, you know, Fowler is kind of out of shape. Yeah, as Silas points out. Yeah. Picks on him for. Mm. You know, I've been working out being a D-grade Cobra commander, and you have been mostly sitting around. Yeah, I mean, he's... But it turns out that's fine, because the plan was, I'm just going to distract you, because this has allowed Optimus Prime to just beat up your now directionless Nemesis Prime. Bad idea, Silas. There there were other henchmen that were not unconscious who show up later. Everybody in uh, Mech is getting the controller unplugged signal. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it just so happens they're fighting on top of the building that they're in, and si- and uh, Nemesis Prime and the ceiling just fall straight on Silas. Oh, crushed yeah. by his own hubris. Oh. <laughs> and girders. Womp womp. And robot Yes, ass. also. 
also girders. Girders also important. <laughs> yeah, so we so we do the old wrap up and Prime's all well, uh, you know, well, you know, I don't know if Mech's such a problem anymore, given that their leader just got uh, you know squooshed. But uh, bad news, um, we could we didn't find him. Yep, they did not find a body, so you know what that means. Yep. Silas will return in Silas 2. The Silasing. I, I, I shot him nine times. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. <laughs> uh, and indeed, we do cut to a real the end or is it? Uh, because we are in another, mo- we are in another mech base. A bunch of uh, mech scientists have got Silas, whose organs are just, like, squished. But <laughs> they've got him hooked up to break down his body. <gasps> oh, no, what's going to happen? Guess what? Why? Um, okay, so breakdown is a portable iron lung? Basically. Well, we are going to see him again in... Like, ten episodes. Uh, about probably. eleven episodes. That's a lot of episodes for something like that. We've got a lot of stuff to do in the middle of that. Uh, yeah. We're going to be looking for artifacts. Oh, yeah, the oh, artifact chase. Oh, goody. Oh, parts. Yeah. Oh, parts, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Stupid oh, parts. Yeah, but anyway, the, the Autobots have to uh, have to book it out of there because the army still has that whole shoot on sight order going. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid human military. They don't and know what the- they're doing. And that is Nemesis Prime. It's uh, it's very much an evil duplicate episode. Yeah, which we yeah without actually of. introducing a character as an evil duplicate. Also, I guess it's it is sort of nice that unlike the aforementioned Prime problem, it's not like it's a serious threat that like everyone is going to mistake this for the actual Optimus Prime. It's not really an infiltration thing so much as that was. Yeah, also, they don't have to race. It's a mech episode, so that's good, but it's, as far as evil duplicates go, it's meh. Yeah, I mean, I, I always enjoy mech episodes. You know, you've got uh, got some Clancy Brown eviling it up. Yes, he is good at that. I appreciate some Clancy Brown. Yeah, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, you don't get the whole, like, I don't know why I never was, because you would think that I might totally be into the whole Nemesis Prime thing, but no, I'm just, but that's, like, him as a character. Right. That's not even, like, I don't know, Optimus Prime is just very, very good. <laughs> you can't just have suddenly, like, an evil one. It's silly. <laughs> It's it would well, it would you can have an I mean I guess you evil would one. like you just you have, have to a... like make the whole universe evil. <laughs> I guess it's like Bizarro, except you know they made Bizarro interesting in other ways, by which yeah. I mean being Bizarro, adorable. And Man, stupid. I would be all about a Bizarro Prime. Yes, that would be okay. Slavery and the right. Of all non-sapient beings. <laughs> what the hell would Bizarro Prime's dog be? I, I mean, I guess a cat? 
I mean, Prime yeah. doesn't have a dog, so well, yeah, it'd be weird if he like, didn't. I don't know, like a, a a VW Beetle painted green or something. Yes. Uh, yes. Me and Pet I... Bizarro B. Bee Bumble. <laughs> Wasp. <laughs> oh, oh! Uh, if it was Wasp and he kept complaining, I'm not your pet. Come pet, we go. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is more of a shattered glass thing, but I guess uh, the, uh, your bizarre bumblebee might be a bumblebee who's like an actual Nazi. Yeah, well, yeah. shattered glass bumblebee was super evil. Yes. I mean, it'd have to be. I mean, you know, that, that was a car partly designed by Adolf Hitler. This is true. Well, the rough design, yes. Like, I mean, that's more like than that. most cars. Th- this is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure my, like, Volvo S70 has 0% Hitler. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, that is... Uh, that is- that is the episode. Yeah. So uh, until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We're on Twitter, we're on Tumblr, and we're on Facebook. Or wait, wait, are we still on Tumblr? Is anybody still on Tumblr? I, um, I haven't updated it in like months, maybe a whole year. Yeah, uh, yeah Tumblr is. Uh, oh, I keep forgetting. Do, do, do we ever mention? Oh no, Jen mentions <laughs> IaconUnderground.net. Is it .net? Yes, it is .net okay. because we're not really a commercial site, and, and it's I'm been newly redesigned. Such things. Yes, yes. Oh, I, yeah. I went through and found some new oh, WordPress ago. themes. <laughs> I was I was feeling very uh like a, a go getter. And uh but when was the last time you updated the Facebook Rob? Uh last time we had an episode. Oh oh I I, I don't go on Facebook anymore. Oh yeah. Also, uh now uh, at at uh, David's urging, I set up an index page for Stasis Pod where we have a list of all of our episodes uh, with a link to yeah, each episode well, well, we've gotten, in chronological order. We're into our fourth series now, so it kind of makes sense. The, have you broken out like our one-off episodes and shit? Yes, I put those into, like, their off own to, other like, category. Well, I I sort of I put everything in. Uh, uh, chronological order, uh, and okay. then the the one off episodes I put in their chronological order, but as you know, formatted in a way that you can distinguish that they are outside of the normal order. Yay! Formatting, it's what I do. <laughs> That's my job. And, and we got the Patreon, which has yes. a Spider Man episode up. There's Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Is that the yes, full two episodes this month? Into the Spider-Verse and Bumblebee. That's right. B B B B B. As soon as we get to it. We will have Bumblebee up soon. He's so cute. He's, he's a good boy. <laughs> yes. And of course, we have uh, we also have a side uh, pod going on. Yes, at the yes, end of the month. Yes, on the subject of uh, Shattered Glass. Yes. Where we're going episode by episode through Gridman. <gasps> Yay! Yes. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad Gridman because it is a confluence of Transformers references and anime that is unavoidable and and I'm forcing them to watch it and I think you're enjoying it? 
So I'm far more than uh, Kimono Friends. I've I've gone ahead a few episodes, uh, so yeah, it's definitely. I, I like I'm surprised it. you haven't finished it yet. Well, I keep sort of putting it off because I'm like, well, I don't want to get too far ahead. I'm I'm at this like constant struggle between like not you know wanting to approach the podcast episode somewhat fresh, but also just wanting to watch everything. Well, I kind of, well, so I should probably be... go through and watch the rest. Yeah, or save like the last two, maybe. Look, I have a very nice new little laptop. It's got the little flip over lid. It's very good for watching like TV. Made sure to get oh. that that sweet 1080p resolution on that 11 inch mm. screen, so everything's super <laughs> tiny. Uh, I have been watching nothing because I am maintaining my natural state of cluelessness. Uh, yeah, well, that's also required. the the new laptop is is named Minimus. So, <laughs> oh. Anyway. All right, so uh, yeah, so please join us next time when uh, we're tossing uh, the next episode on the grill. Rigid grill structure oh. Oh, up I in wish. my grill. Yeah, <laughs> I needs more rigid grill structure. So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm David. Oh boy, a clip show! Yay. Yeah, still within 15 seconds, it'll be yeah. Okay, there you go. I guess just, you can determine from someone else's recording when I'm <clears throat> starting, which is now. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if you don't mind editing out my eating noises, then I'm ready. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah, let's go. This will be easy. It's been a bit. We, we missed a week. Well, technically we missed two weeks, but we had one filler episode, and yeah. I did feel like saying, add two kimono friends right in a row. But uh, yeah, that'll do. There we go. Bless you. Thank More you. noises. That's the thing. I've been trying to edit out less background noise, okay. which includes coughing and shit, but I'll probably take out the sneeze. Maybe. I don't know. Well, this is before the episode's a fucking...